what if we told people what we're doing? You know, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good idea. I guess we sort of got into it a little bit the last episode, but not in a very practical sense, like what it looks like on paper. You know, we're here to encourage and lift other people up and all that kind of stuff, life, learning, etc. But I think it might be helpful if we actually got into more of a descriptive way of what we're doing. And you know, it is funny because we've been in such a, I guess, like a weird phase of life, a transition phase of our life. And a lot of people don't understand it and reasonably so. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the more people we talk to, you can just almost see it on their face. They're just like, now, what, what are, are y'all do- doing? <laughs> it, and, and it seems like it's not even just like, where are you living and what's your ministry? But like, what what are you doing with your what life? What is going on with you? <laughs> Why are you making decisions right now? And, uh, and we give all the grace. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, we feel it too. Because we, we feel kind it. of are like, what, what are, are we, we doing? doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so do we start with, uh, where where do we start? Okay, so we talked a little bit, a little bit, last episode about how we're encouraging people, and that is kind of the heart of it. Like, we're interested in encouraging others, and specifically through a relationship avenue of singleness, dating, marriage, but what we've kind of learned very quickly is even as we're helping people in singleness, dating, and marriage, what we're actually doing is helping people's relationships, like their walks with the Lord. Like that's more of what it looks like. Um, But in a practical sense, on paper, like what are we spending our time doing? Yeah, so our, our job right now, me and you are operating as stateside missionaries as we are starting a new ministry called Through Jordan. Mm. Um, And we are operating as stateside missionaries, I guess starting like in youth ministry, we started doing conferences and like seminars for different youth groups and college groups and and churches. Um, They were all very under the radar and not advertised. and, And it was all about relationships. And I thought, me, Drew, I thought that after we'd been doing youth ministry for years and years and years, and, and we were pros, then we might pursue this full-time. And the Lord just made it so clear uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, the time is now, and, and I want you all to do this. Which, sidebar, if you are listening to this and like, oh, wow, like the Lord told you, just know that we were those people, that whenever <laughs> whenever yeah. someone was like, the Lord called me to this, we were very much the skeptics, and usually I'm so much an optimist, but we were the skeptics that would be like, Oh, did he like, did, did God call you to that? Or was it just like a parking space at Krispy Kreme or is Krispy Kreme even a thing anymore? Who knows? Or or like, yeah, (laughs) the Lord just closed that door or like, well, did he, or or did you just not show up to work anymore? You know, like, (laughs) like, and so so easy to to be skeptical. Yes. There's been few things in my life that I have felt such clarity and peace about, Mm. even though it's something that's outside of the norm or the comfort zone or the status quo. Mm. And this has been one of those things for sure. Probably the biggest. I mean, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And like Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And all throughout this decision, it was just cloaked with peace. And we've also got to think about where, like if we're we're listening to the voice of the Lord, opening a door or closing a door or saying do this or saying don't (laughs) do that, we have to consistently ask ourselves like, does this line up with scripture and does this line up with the Mm. truth of the gospel and does this lead to the fruit of the spirit 
And if there is any other kind of of fruit that are not the fruit of the spirit, that's a good indication. It might be selfish ambition. It might be pain. It might be an outside voice. Uh, but if it lines up with everything that Jesus says in the gospels, then yes, that is the voice of Jesus. And and so what we continue to hear throughout that phase is go, mm-hmm. uh, encourage people. I have gifted you with this. I've equipped you for it. Go encourage people about singleness and dating and relationship and, and life with me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we left a wonderful church and a wonderful youth group doing youth ministry. And now we're living in Lubbock, Texas, and we're speaking to the places that will have us as we're beginning out. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, so like we, we go do conferences and speaking engagements at churches, mainly to youth groups and college groups, but also to young adults, to, to parents, to grandparents, to anyone at the church that, or, or the university or the school that, that wants to come up. Um, and it's been such a fun ride already, and we've only been doing it for a few months. Mm-hmm. And it's something, okay, you're talking about, you're kind of talking about hearing God's voice. You didn't say those words, but that's what you're yeah. speaking to. And that's something we've been learning more about over the past handful of years is God is a God of relationship. He mm. is so desperate for a relationship with each and every one of us, his creation. And because of that, he has lots of different ways that he tries to interact with us, that Mm. he is constantly communicating with us through, you know, through nature, through other people, his creation, through his word, obviously. There's so many ways that God speaks to us. used to be pretty like, oh, did God really tell you that? Did God really call you to do that? Um, But we've been learning a lot about how God speaks to us. Yeah, we have some Holy Spirit mentors that we talked to that we met on a mission trip a couple of years ago, and they have trained us so much and helped us so much in seeing in the Spirit and, and trusting when it's the Lord's voice and when it's not. Uh, there's a really good podcast by the Branch Church. The preacher over there is a guy named Chris Seedman, and he has an 11 uh, part series over listening and like discerning. A sermon, a sermon yeah, series. Yeah, sermon right? series, but there's like 11, it's an 11 week series over discerning the voice of God. And there's so much rich biblical truth. So if you're like hearing this and you're going, what what, what was that process like? Tell me more about that. That's a resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, Branch Church, Chris Seaman, Voice of God. And that's been one of the things that's been really reassuring for us as we've jumped into this new work. And um, as we've spoken to other churches and spoken at other places, something that's been really cool is to show them that... <laughs> They don't have to be worried about the things we're going to talk about. Mm. I don't know if you've felt that, but I've yeah. felt that from um, from a lot of people we've communicated with just in the organizing process is we're here to talk about the Lord. Like we're here to talk about God and how you can better your relationship with him and by doing so help the relationships that are in your everyday life too. Yeah, like I feel like whenever we first started talking about relationships with conferences and seminars and stuff like that, it was very information based and like these are the things you need to know or like these are the things you need to take note of and watch out for if you're going to have a good relationship. And now what we are learning is that example and experience is so much more powerful than information especially today we live in the information age we have more information than we have anything to do way with too much information way too yeah. much information <laughs> TMI. um and so what we what we do is we share our relationship and the wisdom the lord has blessed us with and share example and and really just like we want to help bless your singleness your dating your preparing for marriage your marriage 
with uh, with relationship with Jesus. And like having you said. this new type of way of talking about it, more sharing our experiences and our stories and our learning curves that we've, you know, walked in. It's it's been freeing because a lot of times when people are in this type of role, other people can look at them as if they have all the answers. And it's been freeing to get to share that, hey, we don't have all the answers. We are in a position of constant learning and we aren't going to pretend to have all the answers. There's no, we don't, we don't know everything there is to know. And I don't even think that that's how it's supposed to be. Like there's, there's a reason that God is mysterious and he's sovereign and his ways are above our ways. Not everything is for us to know. And so as we've started this new mission work, this new ministry has been really kind of freeing to acknowledge that and to share that with other people and to see them have a little bit of that freedom in their eyes too, as we're speaking that like, we don't know everything there is to know. It makes it more possible to connect with people Yeah, because I think, I think we're all over the whole, everybody looks like they have it together thing. Like, no, we're all humans. We live in a fallen world, but Jesus is King. And because of that, we're walking towards him in all things. Mm. And I think that that's kind of the perspective we bring to the table and speak out of, and it makes it, relatable and easy to connect with because Jesus can connect with everyone. Mm. Okay. Two things on that one earlier, you said we are here to encourage Mm -hmm. and, um, like whenever we were both in high school, um, sometimes in college, if we were ever listening to anyone in a faith community talking about spiritual relationships, usually we would leave feeling, uh, negative, like feeling guilty, feeling shame, even if like we hadn't done anything wrong, just like not feeling encouraged. Mm. And what we continued to say whenever we were starting this is, you know, what's the underlying tone we want everyone to leave with? And that is equipped and encouraged and uplifted. Yes. And there is hope and there is joy, even if your background is tough. And even if you've walked through trauma, and even if you have uh, like conflicting emotions or confusion, like there's hope and there's joy. And we, we want to share that with you. A scripture that makes me think of is Ephesians 4.29. It says, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of mm. your mouth, mm-hmm. but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. Yes. Yes. Like as Christians, that's that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to do. And so that is one of the biggest underlying tones is just encouragement, but also what you were just saying about us not having all the answers. Mm-hmm. It makes me think like, okay, if we used to be ministers, if I'm a minister, if I'm a college minister, if I'm a school principal, if I'm a chapel coordinator at a university, like, okay, why would we have you guys come and speak? Y'all talk about singleness and dating and preparing for marriage and you encourage, that's really great. But I have my own <laughs> program. Like I, I have my own six week series. I have my own stuff. And, and, and like you just said, we're not here to have all the answers and we're not here to take your job. We're here to compliment your mm. job and what you have to offer. Yeah. So like last, uh, last month, a youth minister friend of ours who was about to start like a six or seven week series over yes. over relationships and sexuality and like a whole whole bunch of a stuff. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, what better way to start that than to have you guys come out and do your your 
conference on a Saturday night and invite the whole community. And then that following Wednesday, we start our six to eight week series over this. And that's a good picture of of what it looks like. We're not here to give all the answers. We're here to start conversations and open doors. Yeah, I love that perspective of starting conversations, opening doors, being someone that can just walk with you in this because there's so much that the enemy has twisted about relationships and ultimately his purpose for that is to twist, you know, how we view and interact with God. And so I think that the fact that there's so many believers who are searching for healthier relationships, holier relationships, Mm -hmm. I, I think that there's enough room at the table for everyone who's doing yes. this. And I'm so excited for, you know, all the people who have a heart for this and a passion for this and getting to know them and getting to connect with them um, and just getting to connect with other ministers or people at colleges to kind of plug in with them and to get to know them because we're all on the same team. We're all wanting more closeness with God for ourselves and for each other. Yeah. Okay. So why through Jordan? Oh. of of all the names we could call our new ministry why call it through jordan okay i think that this is like so cool crazy that our whole lives like we didn't even know each other until we met in college Mm -hmm. but one of our favorite hymns is he leadeth me he leadeth me oh blessed thought that song and we didn't know that until after we were married that that was like a favorite of each of ours. Mm-hmm. That was something before we even knew it was something. I think that's a whole part of it. Yeah. And particularly the one of the last lines, since God through Jordan leadeth me. In death's cold wave, I will not flee since God through Jordan leadeth me. And I mean, that song has so many good lyrics, like whatever I do, wherever I be, it's God's hand that's leading me, you mm. know, um, his faithful follower I would be. Mm. I think there's so much richness to a lot of these old hymns. We don't have to get off on that. That's, a, that's another conversation. But this hymn is just so rich. It's so deep and powerful. And through Jordan is where, like, that's where the name came from for the organization was through Jordan. He leadeth me. And also the history of the Jordan River itself has so much richness and power to it. Like (laughs) the Israelites crossed the Jordan River on dry ground as the Lord delivered them going into the promised land. Mm. Years and years and years later, Jesus is baptized in the Jordan River and teaches us to follow suit in the same way, being transformed in that way. Like there's so much healing and guidance and provision and Mm. protection and power in the Jordan. Yeah, it's a a lot about transformation. Transformation. (laughs) A lot about transformation, a lot about transition, a lot about the journey, and a lot about crossing through into something new, into something that's promised, into something that's holy and good. And there's, I don't think we even fully know all of the implications of the Jordan River. And we have studied it so (laughs) much. We've studied it so much, but we're still, we're still learning. We're still growing and knowing more and more about God. And he's so intentional. Mm. That's what I land on with that Mm. is that he's so intentional. And because of that, he's been very intentional with our stories and with what he's doing through us. So why through Jordan? That was a big song, a big hymn. 
Uh, we've been very connected to the Jordan River. Our last name is Jordan. That was a whole thing. I mean, we live <laughs> in a Southern religious culture that people <laughs> change their names if they get adopted or if they get married. And that's about it. Or like <laughs> professional athletes. Like I think about like Chad Ochocinco and like all the different times he's changed his name. People are like, what is that about? But here we are just like regular old people in their people 20s. That are not like... Wouldn't do that. We don't like to make waves. I'm a nine <laughs> on the Enneagram. And so like, I really don't like to make waves. And of all people, I asked the Lord in whatever that was, 2022, Lord, give us a new name that we could represent the kingdom and bear fruit. And he gave us the name Jordan. <laughs> and then we did it. Like, <laughs> well, back up. Because, okay, okay there up. is that. But I remember one day, I guess we were driving in the car or something. And you were like, hey, what if we changed our last name? And first of all, I was like, who, who says are that? you? <laughs> who are you? Like, I know Drew. Drew is not the type to be like, hey, so what if we, you know, did this? What if we moved? I'm the one that's like, hey, what if we moved across, you know, out of the country? What if we and moved I'm out like, of the country? hold up. We can't move out of Texas. <laughs> or or hold up. We can't go on vacation to New York City. And, and then I'm like, hey, what if we change our name? <laughs> and so when you said that, do you remember my response? You were like, uh, that's between you and Jesus. Like, <laughs> I, like, I don't want no part of that. <laughs> want our name to change you're gonna have to talk to god about that like mm -mm. Uh, not that i was like ignorant or i think it in a way it was like an insurance policy for me because i am i do tend to be that way you know in our relationship i do yeah. tend to be the dreamer i do tend to be the one who's like hey let's do this wild thing and i am not and you're not that way and so i think in one way it was good for me to be like i think that's a you and god conversation you know mm -hmm. to just remove myself from it i don't think that it would have been beneficial for me to be a part of it and here we are and i remember in that season saying okay I'll, I'll pray about it and the lord gave me the name jordan and i was like hey what about jordan and then you're like again you and jesus y'all have that conversation <laughs> and i remember my words were okay well he gave me this word by you know praying and fasting and, and seeking him ruthlessly um, and interceding and, That's and a good word. Like ruthless. ruthless pursuit of, I really want you to answer this question. And, and he is faithful and did. And, uh, I was like, okay, he gave us the name Jordan. We'll just like put that in a, in a document on our phones and then I'll keep praying like all the other names he gives us. Then we can like pray over those sets and, you know, cast lots and, and he didn't give me the names. Okay. Talk me through that. Like this this probably will sound crazy also, but was the name just all of a sudden there? Yeah. The name was all of a sudden there. And what I saw, it, not with my eyes, like in my mind's eye, in my spirit, like a, a vision or whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call it. I saw that line in death's cold wave, I will not flee since mm. God through Jordan leadeth me. And the word Jordan was almost like bolded. Whoa. And I was like, well, that's weird. I don't really have those kinds of thoughts. And for <laughs> as much as I like that song and, and you know, grew up singing that at church, I, it's not like I will always think about he leadeth me or, mm. or through Jordan. Um, and then I was like, oh, what, what? Maybe, that's, maybe that's him answering. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And saying it like that, it sounds like it just happened. Boom, boom, boom. You went and just changed your name flippantly, <laughs> oh, you know? so easy. Uh, but like any, anytime you recant 
things like that in retrospect, it sounds simple, like a step-by-step mm-hmm. method. But in the thick of it, it was not that way. Like no. for one, we prayed over this decision for the better part of a year before mm-hmm. we ended up filing the paperwork. We asked uh, trusted like Holy Spirit friends to intercede for us and pray for us. Um, and, and there were little bitty confirmations that were so almost just like hilarious that the Lord put these in there. Um, my whole life, my first name um, has been Drew. And whenever I go to restaurants and, and ask for my food, they always ask for my name. And I always say Drew, one syllable word, Drew. And <laughs> it's not like, oh, Kelsey, Chelsea, Leslie? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's always just like, oh, okay, Drew. That's cool. We were in the drive-thru and they asked for my name and I said, Drew. And I enunciate, I remember enunciating it really clearly. And she said, oh, Jordan? And I was like, we, we just what? looked at each other. And so like, I was like, That's weird. yeah, sure. Uh, put it on the cup. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then a few months later, we were at Chick-fil-A. Like, this is the Lord's house, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and, and same thing. Like, she asked me for the name for my chicken. And I said, Drew. And she goes, oh, Jordan? And I'm like, it, it, it sounds nothing the same. It's a two-syllable word and a one-syllable name. Like, yeah. That's that's not coincidence. And and the more we grow in our relationship with the Holy Spirit, we realize there is less and less coincidence. Mm-hmm. But even then, though, I remember you very much still be like I had an ease about it. I feel like that's kind of my natural approach to things. Is yeah. I'm I'm chill about it. And you, homeboy, likes clarity. Maybe a little too much. <laughs> like, I'm sure the Lord has been eye rolling at me my entire life because I just want so much closure, you know, um, little fr- friends. Which is there. sweet because you want to obey. Like, you want to yeah. obey and you can obey really well if you know what he wants. And I don't want to listen to my own voice or my own, um, like, selfish ambition or my pride. Like, Lord, I'm only going to go if you tell me to go. And sometimes he's like, well, I want you to jump and then I'll go with you. <laughs> but going into the summer of 2022, we had been praying about this name change for like six months and we had the paperwork written out, but we didn't want to file it yet. And summers in youth ministry in the small town of Childers where we worked were just crazy. And so we set it aside and we said, okay, at the end of the summer, then we'll, we'll file that and, and change our name. So in September of that year, I went on a Holy Spirit experience kind of men's retreat, me and 11 other men. And on this retreat, the facilitators of it uh, pray for each person by name months and months in advance, and the Holy Spirit gives them a word to give each individual person. And the word that was given to me on the last day of the retreat from a man that I had never met, we were not Facebook friends, I didn't know his name, he didn't know mine, he gave me the word stone, and I was like, oh, that's cool, stone, you know? Uh, and, <laughs> cool, cool, and, cool, wait a minute. And apparently stone is in the Bible like hundreds of times, but the stone he was referring to was a white stone. It's mentioned once in Acts and once in Revelation, and it's a white stone, like a stone of approval or of an acquittal in a court of law or something like that. And in Revelation, this is the verse that, that I received on the Z experience. The one that the guy gave you? The one that the guy gave me. Is Revelation two seventeen that says, "To the one who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to the one who receives it." And whenever what? that verse was spoken over me, I did like a triple take at the person as he was saying it, just like 
what? Because I hadn't mentioned anything the entire weekend about Nothing. changing a name. Like they had no reason to believe that I was considering that. And of all the verses in the Bible that the Holy Spirit could give this person to give me, that's the one he chose. That's the Lord. And I will say shortly after that, I started experiencing some doubt where I would question, uh, like I, I studied Revelation 2 in the context of that verse, you know, whenever we're going to be given a new name, it's in the context of whenever we get to heaven, the Lord's going to give us all a new name, and it's going to be a holly jolly party. And <laughs> and so I started thinking like, oh, well, you know, that's just God trying to tell me I'll get a new name when I go to heaven. And uh, And I talked to spiritual mentors of mine and people who like love me and who have a really good relationship with the Lord. You fasted, you prayed. I fasted, I prayed about it, like studied more. And then and then everyone was just edifying me, like of all the verses he could have given you after you've prayed about this for eight months, that's the verse. Like there's there's no coincidence there. And Embrace the prophetic word. It's not like, oh, well, you prayed about it for eight months, so that's enough time. Like it, God is not bound by time. Nope. So if this had happened in one month, that doesn't take away the validity that God is speaking. That's so true. So that whole experience was just so moving and powerful. Like I didn't need the clarity because we'd already gotten so much clarity and so much encouragement. And like we already had the paperwork filed. And then I went on Z and heard that and got that. And it was like, oh, okay, Lord, I hear you loud and clear. Uh, we'll walk in obedience and, <laughs> and we'll follow where you want to take us. I remember when you told me that I was just like, you can't make that up. What? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's fun how God shows his fun side by like, oh yeah, I'm going to have them at the, at the checkout counter think that your name is Jordan instead of Drew, even though when you clearly say it's Drew, like this could be fun. I think he has that sense of humor and personality and stuff like that. And it's so just, I don't even know. So other when he shows up in ways like this, that it's like, oh, here's something that there's no way to explain Mm -mm. this because this is something that none of these people have heard about. These people are people you've just met. There's, There's no way to explain that this guy would give you this word, this verse at this time. There's just no... No. It's really cool. And so, like, through Jordan... Uh, we change our name to Jordan. Drew and Kelsey Jordan. Not because we want to be trendsetters or not because we want to be different or definitely not because we want to bring any attention to ourselves or make waves, but mm. but because we look back on our nine years of marriage, at the time, eight years of marriage, and we see so much opposition from the evil one. Mm. Like it, I, We relate to Job so much where, where God's like, hey, have you seen Job? He's killing it. Don't kill him, but do whatever else you want to do to him, you know? Well, not just even Job, but like, I think of Esther. I think of some of the apostles that followed Jesus. I think, you know, I think of so many people in in the Bible that God gave a word and he was like, hey, you're going to go through it Hmm. and I'm going to be with you. And I, I feel like that is so true for our story. And I think it's one of the reasons that we're so close to each other mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not trying to brag on this i just mean like no, we're close. <laughs> it's true but when people go through difficult things together there's that extra level of bond that happens that i think that we've gotten to experience together i mean suffering produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character leads to hope and hope that doesn't disappoint mm. and like 
whenever the fires of life come up, you either get reduced by them or refined by them. And we have consistently chosen to be refined by the fires we've had to walk through. And I think hope is something I would use to describe our marriage, our Mm. relationship, our dating relationship. It's so full of hope. And I think it's kind of the driving force behind us wanting to encourage others. We have so much hope. We've been through a lot. I'm sure we'll share some of that as time goes on, but we have so much hope. And so if, if we can have hope through all the sufferings and all the obstacles and all the spiritual warfare we've experienced, we'd be happy to encourage and share some of that hope with other people. So why through Jordan? Why'd you change your name to Jordan? Uh, (laughs) Why are you encouraging other people out of that transformation? I mean, we look back on nine years of marriage and we see a whole lot of opposition from the evil one and just hard life. And the Lord has carried us through river after river after river. He's been so faithful. He's been so powerful. Like the Israelites built the monument once they crossed the Jordan River to remember the Lord's power and his faithfulness and his provision. And like, that's what we wanted our last name to be. Mm. Like, that's the monument. Not that we built, but that we bear. Like, we take it with us wherever we go. And it's funny, not funny, haha, funny, interesting. It's not (laughs) really for other people. It's been a reminder for us Like, it's okay if other people don't understand, because this is a reminder for us of who our God is Mm. and that he's done this. And anything good or fruitful that comes out of anything that we do with our lives is his. And it points back to him and who he is and how wonderful and kind and sovereign and the provider that he is. Mm. Neither of us are people who can commit to what tattoo we would want to get if we were going to want to get a tattoo. I want to get one really bad. But it's just got to be good enough I to go on my skin. I, good enough. I just can't commit. Like, I like a lot of things. And I I just can't choose. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to commit. And so in one way or another, this name change to me feels a lot like yeah. a tattoo. And I know a lot of people get tattoos just because they like them and they want them. And that's great. Whatever. I For us, we're the type of people who if we were going to get a tattoo, it would have to have like this deep meaning and be really like threaded into our whole lives and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like the last name change to us is a lot like getting a tattoo, like, Mm. Oh, that name. Oh, this means this because of a lot of stuff that God's been doing in our lives. So we're doing this ministry, where we're encouraging other people in the relationship and we're calling it through Jordan because just as the Lord has been so powerful and Mm. faithful and provided for us, like our story is not special. I mean, it is It is special because, because of the Lord's yeah. influence. And that's we want to help other people cross their Jordan rivers, not because we have all the answers mm. and not because our experiences are the greatest, but to point people to Jesus. Like, yeah. you're struggling in your singleness? Enter Jesus. You're struggling <laughs> in your dating relationship? Enter Jesus. You don't know if you want to get married or you really want to get married or marriage is complicated because of the marriage you saw modeled in your home growing up? Enter Jesus. Mm. Like Yes. And that goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this episode. Like, yes, it's us encouraging people in singleness, dating relationship, but what it always ends up being mm is pointing people to Jesus. And Mm. that's what we're about. Mm. I think of the scripture that says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And how fruitful is that, whether you're single, dating, or married? It's going to help you in any kind of relationship that you have. It's going to help in your relationship with Jesus. Be quick to listen to Jesus, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Like It's so helpful and beneficial. And those are the types of things that we try to 
bring about whenever we are speaking in places um, that, that have us come speak and encourage them. Hmm. So in addition to traveling and speaking in different places, we're also doing this podcast. I think one, I'm just so excited that we're doing this. This <laughs> is so too. fun. I'm so giddy. Yeah. It, this is really, <laughs> really cool. And I will also say, I feel I have felt a strong pull not this is just something cool and trendy for us to do. But again, the Lord is like, hey, here's another avenue. Go and do this. And I think what's cool about the podcast is we can reach people who who may not have the privilege of coming to their school or their church or their college group to hear us speak. Like that's a small demographic of people, but this is free and everyone can listen wherever they are. And then also it kind of gives us more freedom to talk about more things than Mm. we would talk about at a conference. That's what I was going to say. There's a lot more nuance and... I mean, when we speak, we speak in a very relaxed, conversational way anyway, when we go and do a speaking engagement somewhere. But there's something about doing the podcast that's really nice because there's so there's so much to relationship. There's mm-hmm. so much to relationship with God, to, you know, you as my spouse. There's just so much nuance that can't be covered in a one, you know, hour session or a three hour session or whatever it is in some And I know there's so many things that we both feel passionate about, (laughs) and the Lord has equipped us to talk about, but they just don't really belong in a conference talking about dating, (laughs) or like, they don't really fit in the topic of singleness. Well, like how how we are, so something that we've begun doing as we prepare to speak somewhere is we pray very intentionally about the people that will be in that room Mm -hmm. that night for that amount of time and we're praying specifically over that and using whatever scriptures God points us to and then speaking from those places. So the last place we spoke, we talked about heart postures was kind of the theme through the whole thing. And one of the stories we talked about was David um, being appointed as king that Saul, uh, Saul, Solomon, uh, Samuel, you say it. Well, yeah, I mean, the Lord tells Samuel, I want you to go get the next king of Israel. He's one of Jesse's sons. Go over there. I'll tell you which one when I get there. And we, like, Samuel shows up and he's like, oh, surely it's this guy, the oldest son of Jesse. Like, he, he looks strong. He looks hefty. Like, this has got to be the king. And the Lord tells him, that's not the king. Mm. Man looks at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so we applied that to heart posture. No, you're not going to look for a king, but you are looking for a friend or a best friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse. Do not look at outward appearance. The Lord looks at the heart. So should we. Yeah. And if and able to apply that scripture to a singleness perspectives, to a dating perspective, to a married perspective. And that's the kind of stuff that comes up whenever we're praying to God about what do we speak about at this place that we're going to be encouraging later this month. And that's kind of how we prepare for it. And so because that's our main focus, it's kind of cool to also have a podcast that we can use for all the other things that come up, but maybe aren't given for us specifically for a certain room that we're going to speak in. Mm. We acknowledge that we have so much to learn and Mm -hmm. that we will continue to be learning. I don't think there will be a point that we get to that we're like, okay, we know it all now. Like (laughs) we've arrived. We get, we get all the, we don't all arrive the things there are. until we die and go to heaven. Until <laughs> yeah. then, we are learning every we're day. We're working. Like, there's so much work to be done. And so I think that, like we were saying earlier, the freedom in us being able to just share our experiences is that we can't relate to every single person. Mm. But like we said, Jesus can. And so our our job is to use 
our stories, the things we've learned, our experiences to encourage other people and ultimately point them to Jesus. So we don't necessarily have all the answers, but we know who does and who to look to for for an answer to any of our questions. And I think that there's an ease that comes with that is because we're able to just share you know, our stories and the things we're learning and the things we're growing through and the things we're good at and the things we're struggling with. And I think that there's something really wholesome about that, that I want, I want more people to be comfortable doing that in their relationships and in their, you know, whatever their platform is, whether they're just, you know, on the football team or whether they run a company, like I I just want there to be more of that in this world. I think, I think there's a lot of goodness in that that Jesus likes. Mm. Mm. So for the person who is interested in what we're saying, it's like, hmm, this, this sounds like something that might be beneficial for my school or my university or my faith community, um, my college group, you know, whatever. Uh, you can go to our website. It's throughjordan.org, or you can catch us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, or this podcast. Or this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what we're doing right now is we're going and speaking like we travel and have speaking engagements. And then we're also doing this podcast. We have other dreams, but that's where most of our focus is right now. And you can reach us through our website, especially is probably the, the best way. Mm. If you're at all interested in giving to this, because this is a mission work that we've started, what's what's... Tell, tell the people. <laughs> I don't know Jordan. how to say this. I want to say it well. I yeah. is, was that a good way to bring that up? Tell the people. <laughs> I, I can't think of a better way to tell the people. We feel uh, weird about this part because, you know. No, yeah. I mean, this is a, a ministry that we feel confident the Lord has called us to. You got to let them know. <laughs> and so if this is something that you want to get behind, or, or if, if you're just like, hey, we want to have y'all come speak through jordan.org. And if you if you want to support us in this and, and travel with us, then uh, through jordan.org and you can click the donate tab and and uh and help us get a little farther down the road yeah if someone is interested in donating recurring donation one-time donation whatever i know for me when i'm giving some to an organization or you know some kind of charity or fund mission fund i'm curious not judgy but just curious like so what what is this money going to go to? So could you talk a little bit about that? If people are going to pour into us financially, where can they expect those funds to go? Yeah. So all funds we receive go to our quality of life. Like you, you help feed us, you help put gas in the tank to get us to a speaking engagement. You help uh, promote and support things like this podcast that we want to keep pouring. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is our only job and we operate totally of funds donated to us and whatever we make from speaking engagements. Yeah, if this sounds like something you want to support, then we would happily and gratefully accept anything. Totally. And we've prayed a lot about this area because it's new and uncomfortable and totally a leap of faith and God is going to provide and he's going to take care of us and we know that and we want to honor him by how we steward the funds. We want to steward everything he's blessing us with well and so we're going to do our best to utilize funds appropriately and work to make sure that anything that's given to us can be multiplied over and over and over again for the kingdom. Cause that's, mm. that's what we care about. That's what we're here for. And so that's, that's where we want the funds to go. Like, yes, it's going to be actually getting us shampoo and deodorant, <laughs> but also we're hoping that we can use the funds to pour into the work that we're doing so that it can just continue to grow. Mm. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's through <laughs> Jordan. That's kind of what we're doing. Did we answer? Did we? Do we cover everything that we want to cover? Probably not. There's so much to cover. Quick recap. Basically, we're here to encourage people, specifically in singleness, dating, relationships, marriage. Uh, But ultimately, that tends to point everyone to their relationship with the Lord. And we do this by speaking engagements. And we do this through this podcast. And if you want to connect with us, our website's a great place. And... We hope you learned a little bit more about our story of where Jordan came from and why that's the name and that's the thing. Uh, there's more to it. We're still learning a lot about it. But yeah, that's the gist. And we're really excited for this podcast. Like we were saying earlier, the the platform allows for a whole lot of other kind of conversations to come up. And I feel like both of our pitchers are just full, ready to <laughs> pour out into this. And so uh, thank you for tuning in and for listening. And, and we hope that you stick around because we got a whole lot more stuff coming. Yeah, we're excited to pour into you. So see you next time.